The Lowell Green Podcast is brought to you by Shield Furniture and Appliances in Packingham. See shields.ca. Just before we start the program, I should issue an alert, an amber warning, if you like. Please do not phone today or text today and claim that COVID does not exist. We have a member of the family who has come down with COVID, and there is great angst in this household. So please don't try to tell me that it doesn't exist, okay? Uh, Folks, eight weeks from today, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, eight weeks today, that would be Thursday, June 2nd, Ontario elects a new provincial government. What's your prediction? Will the progressive conservatives be returned to power? Has Ford pissed off enough people that they won't return them? I don't know. Does Doug Ford deserve to be reelected? What are your thoughts here? Is it time to let the liberals back into power? The liberals, as you know, in this country are the legitimate governing party. They only allow other parties in once in a while to clean up the freaking mess. And once the mess is cleaned up, back come the liberals. God wills it. Um, Should we let them back in? Has the time come yet? Have they been in penance long enough? Purgatory? By the way, do you still believe purgatory? Are you Catholic, uh, John? Uh, I was raised Catholic, yes. (laughs) Just wonder if purgatory still exists. How many (laughs) candles do you know? I won't get into this. Okay. (laughs) Uh, How about the NDP? Uh, Time to return them? I mean, it's been, what, 40 years since they screwed the country up? Maybe it's time to let them return. What, what's your feeling here? There's no question that the major job, and it was a hell of a job, that Ford and his government had to tackle during the past two, two and a half years has been COVID. Uh, in your opinion, how did we do in this province? How did the government do? And in, in that regard, I know I've asked this before, but the howls from the opposition parties and many others is growing much louder, demanding that we go back to at least mandatory masking. As you know, province of Quebec has reversed itself, and masks are still enforced there, uh, I believe, until the end of this month, and it may be extended. Um, did Ford make a mistake and open up the province too soon, do you think, here? Uh, you know, 17,000, 18,000 people at Ottawa Senators' games Nobody uh, or very few people masked. Uh, We've got movie theaters, jam restaurants. By the way, I don't know if you've been out to restaurants lately, John, but boy, oh boy, they're doing a booming business, at least the ones that I have seen, which is great news. People are back out again. I think they're so happy to be out again. But very few people wearing masks, including a number of the servers. And as a consequence, no question, it's one of the consequences, uh, the the rate of, of COVID infections is increasing. And also, what's very disconcerting, the number of hospitalizations increasing. Did, did Ford make a mistake and open things up too soon? Should we follow Quebec's lead and go back to mandatory masking, et cetera, et cetera? Um, I, I thought that Brian Lilly has a very interesting column in The Sun today. Essentially, what he is saying is, look, it's time that we, uh, we stopped obsessing about covid uh, we're, it's, it's, it's here permanently. We've got to deal with it just like we deal with the flu and 
like we deal with the common cold. Time that we stopped obsessing about it. And I think it's very good. We've got a very good point. Your your view on that? Do you think that uh, the conservatives, the progressive conservatives, deserve to be reelected? What kind of a job do you think Doug Ford has done? Uh, has he, uh, you know, the, the, how did we handle COVID as far as you're concerned? Did we open things up too soon here? Should we go back to masking? These are the, these are the issues that are going to be with us. You can be very sure in the next eight weeks, eight weeks today, we go back to the polls. Well, about 40% of us, that's usually the turnout. What every time I, John, every time that, uh, I talk about turnout, I always have to relate to my uh, aside from Canada, my favorite place, the Bahamas. Do you know what the average turnout in the federal elections is in the Bahamas? They're into the eighties, aren't they? In the nineties. Yeah. In fact, the, the 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 headlines in the newspapers are very very shameful if it falls below ninety five percent. It's every everybody in the Bahamas gets involved in politics. Everybody's car is decked out with signs from their favorite candidate. Uh, the the meetings are, are they're, they're like revival meetings. Everybody in, in the Bahamas goes to these political meetings and the rhetoric is long and loud and fun and so forth. But you know what? As I say, more than 95% of Bahamians show up at the poll. They care about democracy there. Obviously, a good many of us don't, but that's, I guess, another issue. And talking about... John, go, please go through once again how people get in touch with us. Sure, video. happy to do that for you. Uh, if you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, if you're on Twitch, wherever you would ordinarily post a comment on anything that you see on your social media, you post a comment there. It pops up here in my studio. I can put it on the screen. I will certainly make sure that it is on my list to get to Lowell. Otherwise, you can call or text the show. We're at 613-413-2217. All of your show links are online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green or just go to lowellgreen.com. Can't you just go to Alexa now and get my show? You can listen on Alexa. Alexa and Google, just ask it to play Blast the Radio. And they will have my show. Yep. And if you want to hear the podcast after the fact, just ask it to play the Lowell Green podcast. I better be careful because Alexa's not that far away. <laughs> you got to be careful what you say about yes, Alexa. Yes, you do. She, she listens in very, very intently. Uh, I, it's amazing to me. Uh, our, our family uh, creates its grocery list. Alexa creates the grocery list. If we want pickles, we say, Alexa, put pickles on the grocery list. And Alexa will say, you already have pickles. No on way. <laughs> I didn't know it did that. That's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Funny as hell. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, Alexa, please put <laughs> apple juice. You already have apple juice on the, on the, on the list. Oh, boy. Great. What, a, what a great invention. Whoever thought of Alexa, they deserve a star. No question. Um, on another topic here, and, and we will take your text. By the way, we had two phone calls yesterday, which mm -hmm. is quite amazing. Um, and, and excellent phone calls as well, I must say. Yes. On another topic, um, do you find it strange, kind of sad maybe, that the mainstream media, I'm talking about radio, television, newspapers, magazines, nothing that I can see has enough courage, enough journalistic integrity to carry the story about the fact that Justin Trudeau refuses to ship those harpoon anti-ship missiles to Ukraine. 
John Iveson had a major column, but I'm going to tell you, I don't know where it appeared. I saw it on the Internet and read it from the Internet. But my edition, I get the, uh, the National Post every day. My edition of the Post doesn't have it. Nothing in the Citizen. I see nothing in the Globe and Mail. Nothing in the Toronto Star. I see nothing on CBC, CTV. This is a major story. Um, as, I, as I mentioned yesterday, President Zelensky of Ukraine personally telephoned Justin Trudeau to ask him to send those Harpoon missiles. Those missiles, there's a be between 120 and 200 of them, sitting in storage someplace in Canada, gathering dust. We don't need them. We won't use them. We have ordered new, more modern ones, and they will arrive shortly, at which point the missiles, the ones that exist now, Harpoon 2s, <clears throat> will likely go into the scrapyards. But, we, but uh, Zelensky says, please send them. We fear that there is going to be an amphibious invasion from the Black Sea near Odessa, and having these anti-ship missiles might stop it, might save many lives. But for some reason, we won't send them. I, I mentioned this yesterday. Today, I am astonished and, and saddened, really, by the fact that the media seems to be totally ignoring this, which I know this is perhaps unfair to say, but it seems to be an indication that editors can be bribed rather easily. I can think of only one reason. This is a major story. President of Ukraine <clears throat> begs for these missiles. They're in storage. We don't need them. We don't want them. They're gathering dust. Zelensky says they might save lives there. They might save an invasion. We don't send them. Meantime, Trudeau and Madeleine Jolly are off, you know, talk, 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 meetings and meetings and so forth. When Zelensky says, we don't want talk. I don't want to ride. I want bullets. I want these missiles, but we don't send them. And the media ignores the story. Is this because the media can be bribed? $1.3 billion to the CBC? You know, $600 million to uh, newspapers. I don't know. Another $300 million to magazines from the federal government. Is this the editors being bribed? What other reason could there be not to carry the story? I mean, we've got two. In the Ottawa Sun, which is, is more or less a conservative newspaper, every time there's two full pages of crapola from Hollywood. So but somebody's banging somebody. Somebody's having a divorce. Somebody's mad at somebody. Two full pages of this crapola. And we don't get even one inch of column over the fact that Canada refuses to send missiles. I don't understand it. The only thing I can say is that editors can be bribed. John, what have we got here? Chelsea says they won't bite the hand that feeds them. There you go. Yeah, I, you know, what, a, what a tragedy. Here we have a so-called free media, and they, they, won't, they won't print stories and, uh, that are critical of Trudeau. Go ahead, John. Uh, Lorraine says we shouldn't be sending them. Zelensky is evil. We need peace, not war. Who says that? That would be Loreen. Says Zelensky is evil. Zelensky is evil. Oh, I mean, okay. All right, go ahead. Let's go to YouTube. I'm going to sit back while you deal with this one. Dan says, you asked my opinion. COVID is a huge hoax perpetrated by the elites to bring in world government. <laughs> so what is it that my family member has then, please? Can you please tell me what she has then if it's not COVID? Idiot. You know what? It, 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 you know, I understand. You don't want to wear a mask. Okay. 
you know, you don't believe in it, but trying to spread this kind of crapola. So what is it? You tell me then what our daughter has. Okay. You tell me smart ass. Go ahead. And the, the governments are all agreeing on this new world order. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Putin, Putin, Putin and, and the world are just hanging out. Having a this, good this old is a great way to this. start a program. This is a great way to start a program. Thank <laughs> you very much. This is great. That one woman says Zelensky is, is evil. Russia is the great guy. Russia is the angel. And the other guy says COVID's a hoax and all the governments are in on it. Well, not everybody. Is there anybody? Can I ask a question? serious question? Of course. Is there anybody with just a tiny little fraction of a freaking brain out there? If so, please let me know, okay? I would be very pleased to know. Like, has, has stupid taken over the world or what? Go ahead, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Missile's request was in National Post and in the Citizens National Post section. Also good to hear your voice on the internet. It was not. I have, I'm sorry. I, it was not. I, I get the I get the Citizens National Post. When when was it? Because it sure as hell wasn't in my editions. I did find Yesterday it. I, I did find it online. The National Post online did have online, it. Fact, online, online. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it did. Yeah. That's where I saw it. But I but it, but in my my edition, very few people get that. But but as far as the Citizen, not a peep. And the National Post edition in the Citizen, I didn't see anything there either. Uh, and by the way, if anybody wants to read that, if you go to the podcast for yesterday, I do have the link to it in the uh, show Good. notes. Uh, Sean says, Putin attacks Ukraine, so Zelensky is evil. What are you smoking? Peter says, Trudeau isn't interested in supporting Ukraine with weapons. The leader there is no doubt a conservative. He won't support a conservative leader, same as Biden in the U.S. won't rush to help. Yeah, I have to, you know, I have to, I have to intervene here. Um, in a way, I know that I shouldn't, but. I'm getting a kick out of Biden. The first act as the new president, January 1st, he's just sworn in as president. His very first act is to cancel the Keystone Pipeline, which would have allowed, you know, millions of, of barrels of oil to be shipped to the United States. That's his first act as president. Most important thing. Now, this guy is begging Iran Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, and Canada for oil. I mean, how do they? Be, can I ask you a question, John? Can I ask you a question? Dear you you ask me there? questions every day. Go ahead, ask me another uh, okay. one. Okay, the, the the listeners out there with a little smidgen of a brain left. Okay, how in the jumping Jehoshaphats do people like Biden get elected? I, like, I, I how, how can you elect a guy like that? He can't. You know. Go ahead. I, you know who elects him? People who think that Zelensky is evil. Sacre blur black the bing bong. Well, let's go, go to ahead. a follow up with Dan. Dan says yeah. it's all the cult of the people who cover one eye like you're doing, Lowell. Dan, of course, thinks that we're uh, Satanists because we have a little devil logo. I'm covering both of my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wink, see wink. no evil, hear no evil. No. Lowell, you got to wink at him. That freaks him out. Wink at him. Uh -huh. it, yeah, it's a sign uh -huh. to Satan, apparently. Anyway, JF's on the phone from California. No, Jay can just, excuse me just a minute. Hang I in there, JF. People, <laughs> I, just a minute. Hang in, hang in. I asked for people with a little smidgen of a brain left. Very clearly, we <laughs> haven't had very many so far. Give it a try, folks. If your brain is still slightly active, okay? If you had your Wheaties this morning, maybe some Honey Nut Cheerios or something, give me a call. Give me a text. Go ahead, John. All right, JF from California. You're on with Lowell Green. Go ahead. <laughs> Your brain functioning Hello. this morning, JF? Yeah, that's why it's hurting. Um, I'm trying to make sense of, of people and, and, and their decisions that they're making. And uh, you're totally right. I mean, are we helping them or not? What's the point of NATO? 
if we're not doing anything. And on top of that, China is looking at our reaction time and what we're doing. And this is concerning because they, that's why Australia is a little bit terrified right now because they created three islands and Biden says, uh, you can have those islands that you, you know, artificially created as long as you don't arm them. And now they find out they're armed. But what are we going to do? Sanction them? I mean, 95% of anything you buy in, 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 in Walmart is made in China. Right. Well, uh, not only that, you'd, you'd be very, excuse me, you'd be very pleased to know that uh, that according to the newspapers today, relationships between Canada and and China have been a little bit cool for a couple of years, thanks to the Michaels. But they are now warming up. We are now warming up to China. Doesn't that thrill you? We are warming up to China. It's disgusting. They put the, it's funny because diversity is not there. I mean, they, they had forced abortion to control the population. They have 3.7 million people in modern slavery, right? And I mean, we had Black Lives Matter, but apparently if it's manufactured slavery, it's fine, right? You have imprisoned people because they're Muslims, and China makes one third of the world's pollution. So everything that China does, we go against that grain, but yet our leader finds it the most uh, remarkable country and admires China. I, I don't understand it. I don't know why. Can I, tell you, can I tell you why, sir? Egg rolls. Tell me. Egg rolls. General Charles Chicken. That's that's why we admire China. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Nice talking to you, Oh, goodbye. Uh you know, like the whole world sounds to me like it's gone goofy. It's Thursday. Maybe is it the rain, John? Do I don't know what it is. Is it raining in California? I don't know. JF <laughs> seems to have made a little bit of sense. Oh, uh, yeah, he does. Thank you. Uh, go ahead, John. Anybody with sort of like a smidgen of yeah. common sense out yeah. there? Yeah, I, I, I seem to have landed on a few of the oddballs, but here we go. David says it's going to be a Ford majority. Darlene, I'm still hoping for a Ford majority. Hazel says re-elect the liberals. Shame on you, Lowell. She's giggling. She's making funny. Uh, Mahadi says NDP leader Andrea Horvath will win the provincial election Thursday, June 2nd. Goodbye, Doug Ford. You're a big joke to Ontario and to Canada. Carrie says no one should be rushing. Yeah, just a minute, just a minute. That's lovely. That's lovely. <laughs> so we're going to have the NDP in power in the federal government and the NDP in power in Ontario. Oh. Kiss us all goodbye. Kiss us all goodbye. You better have your egg rolls now because there won't be a hell of a lot left. Go ahead, John. It's all about the egg rolls. <laughs> Carrie says no one should be rushing to open and removing masks, etc. COVID is still out there in all of its variants. Paul on Facebook, I voted for Doug Ford's conservatives last election. I was happy to see McGinty win liberals dumped, but Doug Ford is a failure in my eyes, and I will not vote for him. All right, over to Joshua. He says, given the, st the state of our long, flawed medical system, we did pretty well. It will always be too soon to open for some, and those scream the loudest. Let's face it, folks, says Anne, if we don't elect liberals, the world will end and we will all die. Yeah, we're going to burn up. Go ahead. Mike says, I think Ford will get reelected. Peter says, how Biden got elected is the same way Trudeau got elected. Part of the Obama playbook of pop culture politics, media, and social media control helped them. Look at the Twitter covering up Hunter Biden laptop story. You know, talking about oil, I was really surprised to see the announcement that they're going to go ahead with that giant oil drilling project off the coast of, uh, of Newfoundland. Uh, it, as far as I'm concerned, it's great news, and conservatives are rejoicing everywhere. But I, I 
I, I'm a little leery here, okay? I've been around a long time, and I've seen these buggers at work before. This is the way that uh, Energy East got canceled. The, 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 the project was, was private enterprise, no taxpayers' money. Uh, it was proceeding, and then Trudeau began to introduce more and more and more and more restrictions, more and more red tape, until finally the, the project owner said, you know what, we can't handle that. We, we can't handle all of these restrictions, etc. You've made it impossible, and so they canceled. And this is what I'm afraid of with this Newfoundland project. There's 136 restrictions that the government is imposing. What I desperately fear is that for the election, it looks like they're going to go ahead, but they're going to have a look at all of these restrictions. They're going to add more restrictions. Stephen Gilbo, don't forget, is a, a radical environmentalist. This, this man is, I believe, the most dangerous man in Canada. I, I just cannot believe that they're going to allow this to go ahead. Well, my prediction is, my, you know what my prediction here is, John? Is that it'll never go ahead. It will never go ahead. It'll be like Trans Mountain, year after year after year, delays. They, they, don't forget, I mean, they stopped Trans Mountain because there were some nesting birds nearby, right? Right. Billions of dollars extra because a few nesting birds nearby. They'll, I'm afraid, I'm deathly afraid that they'll find the same problems in Newfoundland. Go ahead, John. Jeez, I'm in good humor this morning, right? Yeah, um, Dan is back. I, I can't resist. Dan. I just I can't resist Dan today. All the one eye okay. signs were designed to be subliminal, but now us outsiders are waking up the advanced knowledge prophesized in the Bible. Oh, okay. So this is um, this this is Saint John's uh, Book of Revelations. <laughs> Dan, I have a little devil in my logo because we are irreverent. But read into it what you want. All right. Peter says, "Did you get to Shields yet, Lowell?" <laughs> no, we're going today. As a matter of fact, um, we we had a couple of family emergencies yesterday, but uh, Debbie and I are going to take the little trip today. Thank you very much. And by the way, yes, Shields. Thank you for reminding me. Now you know when all of the world looks like it's insane, it seems to me there's really only two sane places. And someone suggested this: two sane places today, the Island of Sanity. That would be right here. Well, actually, three. Blast the radio. Island of Sanity with the Lowell Green Show. They're one and, and the same, really, Lowell, aren't they? Uh, and Shields. <laughs> Lots of Sanity at Shields. Lots of appliances, all different prices. By the way, there's some great sales right now. Check them out. Go to the website, and you'll see some of the savings underway right now. There's no question that the overall price of appliances has gone up. Thank you, Justin Trudeau, et cetera, et cetera. But, and I've mentioned this before, you're operating out of Pakenham. You've been at this business since 1947, so you know it very well. The cost of operation a little bit lower in Pakenham. Shields passes those savings along to you. Check them out, folks. Shields.ca. You'll be happy you did. Thank you, John. Go ahead, please. Uh, and thank you to all of our listeners directing us and reminding Lowell to get back to his commercials. Dan, I'm done with your stupid comments regarding the devil. Get over it. Holy shit. Uh, JF says, gas overs Gas overs are the best, but who sells them? Uh, fingernails on a chalkboard. That's Andri Andrea Horvath, says Carl. Uh, Gary says, question. Is it true that Lowell outsold Harry Potter in the Valley? Uh, my first book did, yes. Yes, it did. Now, this is a number of years ago. This is the um, uh, the pork chop and other stories. Uh, it sold, it, it, yes, it outsold Harry Potter. And in fact, the first sale was uh, at the new Chapters store in Barhaven, 
We sold 750 books that day. Well, actually, it took two days to sign them all. Yep, thank you for the, Thank you for reminding me of that, the good days. Go ahead. Nice. Satan's Playmate. Oh, there you go. Dan will have a field day with that. The person's nickname is you know, Satan's Dan, Playmate. Dan, Dan, <laughs> the devil's going to get you. The devil's going to get you, so bugger off, okay? <laughs> Uh, Satan's Playmate is on Twitch. She says, if he's such an environmentalist, why are they spraying Roundup all over BC to kill most of the trees, shrubs, and poisoning the salmon breeding grounds? I don't know. They're crazy out in the West Coast, let's be honest, okay? <laughs> don't forget, don't forget, BC is the province that stopped the Trans Mountain. They say, no more oil. So now the price of gasoline is through the roof out there because they haven't got enough. And not only that, but while they're stopping oil uh, from coming through, they're, they're the North America's number one shipper of coal. What a bunch of freaking hypocrites out there. The mountains are beautiful. The people, well, go ahead, please. Jim. All right, let's go to email. Lowell at blasttheradio.com. Feel free to include a little wink in your email. We love winks. Okay, hi, Lowell. Regarding COVID, our experience here at home is our son got sick with typical cold symptoms. So we, we started doing the rapid tests that we got from Sobeys. He tested negative several times for two days while showing these cold symptoms before finally testing positive with the rapid test. I was surprised that it, too, was over two days of being sick for the rapid test to detect the COVID. So I recommend to... Do not assume you just have a common cold if you are testing COVID negative. That is Paul. All right. Um, Tony says, actual gas gas is cheaper in BC. He says, in Nanaimo, it's $1.88. No, it's not. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, John should play Van Halen's Running with the Devil today, says Joshua. Okay, that's enough of that nonsense. Let's go back to uh, some of the common sense replies we've had. Eileen says, I'm still wearing my mask, and I will for a while. The COVID OC Transpo bus cleaners contract ended on March 31st and was not renewed, says David. Interesting. Uh, Kevin says, it's like changing the captain on the Titanic. I don't know what he's referring to there, but that was probably posted earlier, so apologies. Anthony says, the NDP with that shrill voice will never be elected to power again. Del Duca has the personality of a doormat, so the only alternative of the three major parties is Ford. We may not like him, but I don't think Ontario is ready for a win-like government this time around. Yes. I don't see what, you know what, uh, I, I, I mean, he had to make some unpopular decisions. But if you examine the manner in which Ontario survived COVID, you will see that we did much better than most other provinces as far as the number of cases, the number of hospitalizations, the number of deaths on a per capita basis. We did extremely well here. So uh, it wasn't perfect. Mistakes were made, no question about it. I'm not sure what else we could have done here. Go ahead, John. Okay, where do we leave off? Anne says, yes, they should be reelected as they only had a year or two before COVID hit. So in my opinion, not enough time to really do anything. Uh, he did as good a job as can be expected. I don't think anybody else in power could have done any better. It was either love him or hate him. Can't make everybody happy, says Mike. Well, the fact is that the, fact is that the economy of this province is beginning to boom. So... In fact, there's a labor shortage. Uh, and one of the things, too, I'm really pleased is that Ford has come out with a plan to integrate um, refugees from Ukraine uh, as far as employment, etc. If you have a look at the program, it's very, uh, I, I think it's very praiseworthy. And by the way, where are the refugees? There's a few that have come into the country, but all through private sponsorships. So far, now we are month and a half into it, and we still have not received, I don't believe, a single refugee via the government. They are still holding them up with visas, red tape, etc., etc., six weeks later. Meantime, Trudeau, 
continues to boast about how we stand shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, my arse is a star. Go ahead, please, John. <laughs> uh, here's a comment from Craig. I don't know where Craig got this from, but I'll read it to you anyway because it popped up. So, okay, can this be true? Stats Canada is now sending out little test tubes in the mail asking for blood samples from the unjabbed. Apparently, this started in New Brunswick. No idea. All right. That would, that would be a provincial, uh, provincial decision. Uh, Ken says, I find it interesting that Bill C-11 was written by Stephen Gilbo, and now he's the Minister of the Environment, and the government wants to make strong rules on the environment. Well, actually, C-11, we're going to do a program on that, John, because... We have to. That scares the hell out of me. Uh, the idea that somehow or other the CRTC is going to govern what you and I say, what anybody says, as to me... And, and, and explain your thinking. You, you, you believe that this is the future of broadcasting, what we're doing here. A, listen, any story you read is about media is layoff, layoff, layoff. They're cutting back, cutting back, cutting back. They're amalgamating. I mean, AMFM is an archaic technology. What you and I are doing is the future. During COVID, that proved it more than anything. Every single TV broadcaster, every single radio show, they're all doing it from home. It's been proven that this is the most cost-effective way to do it, whether you're transmitting it back to a radio station or, I mean, look at the strength of podcast. Podcast is an online medium. It's the fastest growing form of media today. And now you want to regulate it because you want to protect the very thing that is cutting back and laying off and not serving its communities whatsoever. It makes no sense. But then again, so par for the course, right? Yeah. This, so you're, what you're saying is this very interesting that, <clears throat> that, that the existing sort of mainstream traditional broadcasting mm -hmm. is dying. And probably wouldn't exist if it wasn't for government subsidies. They're cetera. the ones telling you. That, well, exactly. They're the ones telling you they're dying. Save local so, TV. Why do we have so, to save local TV? You know? So we're we're creating a this new this new idea, this new innovative idea. And what you're saying is if, if we allow the same kind of regulations that now control radio, et cetera, that it'll do the same thing to us. So in other words, they want to they want to turn us into what is now dying. What you and I are doing here on the Internet, what podcasters are doing, what YouTube streamers are doing, what anybody who posts on Facebook and Twitter, et cetera, are doing. Everybody has a voice now. Is that not what we want in a free and democratic society to be able to express your opinion? The problem is in governments at every level, are they're afraid of that, that kind of, of freedom. They want to control. I mean, it's the I mean, that's what governments do. It's the nature of government to control. And it scares the bejabbers off them to think that there's a whole medium out here that they cannot control. You got and that's it. What C, that's what C11 is about, is to control us. Oh, boy. Well, it's been a great, very interesting day. I hope that it's a shame. Yeah, I hope Packenham's got a little bit more common sense than we've seen for <laughs> the most part on this program. Thank you all. Uh, to, this is to better days and better nights. Let's, let's sign off with a big old wink here, Lowell. Uh, yeah, yeah, right on. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> the Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of blasttheradio.com.